Hello there, this is your friend Dulcinea del Alma, the beloved enemy of Don Quixote de la Mancha, and I'm here to bring good vibes and positive energy through love stories, love messages, and love affirmations. In continuing with the theme of love, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this podcast. A million thanks. I also want to remind you that I'm not a life coach or a spiritual guide, but I believe in the power of love, and I only do this podcast for pure entertainment. And speaking of entertainment, <laughs> how would you like to start talking about some resolutions and goals that many of us set for ourselves with the arrival of a new year? Hmm, how would you like that? I know you would like it. Anyways, there are some beliefs or traditions that when the clock strikes 12 midnight, the last day of the year, in addition to toasting with champagne, Of course, the most expensive bottles of champagne. <laughs> Some of us have the tradition to eat 12 juicy grapes as a symbol of abundance for the next 12 months. Or some of us have the belief of walking around the perimeter of your house with a couple of suitcases will bring you opportunities to travel during the next year. Hmm. Or what about wearing a yellow dress for those ambitious girls? or a yellow shirt for men as a sign as they're going to achieve financial success and fortune in the new year. Or my very, very own favorite, because it has to do with love, wear red and sexy underwear to find that ideal person to share a passionate romance with the next year. Ay, 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 muy caliente. Wow, very exciting. <laughs> well, It is important to keep in mind that some traditions always have something to reveal, you know, or something to teach us about our past. Um, we have to remember, you know, that the, the wish for abundance comes from centuries ago. No, not so long ago, we were still nomads. And maybe that nomadic style makes us appreciate food and pray for abundance of food in the next year. Don't you think so? Of course, there are some traditions with more religious character that include, among other, thing, among other things, going to midnight mass for those who are Catholic or going to their church and asking, you know, for their priest or their pastor for a full, a full year of health and prosperity. There is also another one that, in my opinion, This one comes with a homework. <laughs> This is a tradition of lighting 12 candles on a plate or, or a tray and putting them on a tray next to rice, beans, you know, cooking oil and fruit as a sign that every month of the year there will be food in the house and light a candle on the first day of each month as a reminder that every day of the month there will be enough food and, you know, saying a prayer. <sighs> well, Knowing myself, I know that most months I will forget to light the candle the first day of the month. So I will probably not do this one. But any, anyhow, religious or not, traditions are here to teach us something. And I think that something that all these traditions have in common, besides the fact that all of them are linked to an action in the future, is the fact that they were created thinking about improving the personal situation of each individual. Like, for example, if wearing yellow clothes on New Year's Eve is your thing to attract money and prosperity, right? So maybe that means that you 
are a person with the idea of investing um, in a financial company or a financial adventure or starting yourself a business that will give you enough money so that you don't have to worry about your financial situation in the future. And, and you know, it's very good. It's, it's a very good tradition. And since the thought of starting a new year is always exciting, it brings with the desire to fight for a new dream, doesn't it? <laughs> But if we already had the champagne and we toasted and, and the grapes and everything else, how do we know we're going to achieve our goals in 2024? How can we manage to stick to that New Year's resolution that we set for ourselves the night of New Year's Eve when we toasted to our successful year? Huh? How do we manage to stick to that, to those resolutions? Well, my dear friends, this is the hardest part for many, right? Including me. When it comes to working hard to achieve what we want at first, we are very excited to achieve it, right? Because, oh, it's our dream, it's our goals, or whatever. After a few months, eh, meh. <laughs> we don't even remember what we set out to do, or I know this happens to many of us. I'm talking about my own experience. So how can, how can we achieve what we want so much and put that idea on our heads to fight, you know, to fight for our goals? In my very personal opinion, I consider very important to create an action plan An action plan with clear and tangible goals that we can follow once, twice, or three times, or as many times as we can per week. Once we reach a month, and then the next month, until month by month, we reach the end of the year, right? Until it becomes a habit, of course. In order not to get discouraged halfway, remember why we choose those goals. One of the most common is to be in shape. But what shape? Because as far as I know, being around is also a shape, isn't it? <laughs> well, going back to talk serious, many people choose to be more careful about what they eat or other people decide to be more active and exercise every day. Whatever the goal is, the reality is that everything is possible when we put our minds to it. And even more so if it's about improving our health because that is more important than looking better. I think so. I mean, looking my best, yeah, I want to look my best at all times. But not only that, I want to feel my best, right? So let's do it. Come on, all those um, all those fitness experts, okay? Pour all, all your ideas, please, okay? Thank you so much. During the months of November and December is when we see and hear advertisements left and right for memberships everywhere. Membership, uh, exercise clubs, uh, you name it. Whether it's to belong to exercise clubs such as Zumba, Jacksercise, Pilates, gym clubs, etc. Right? The new fitness trend is that some gym clubs now, nowadays, and locally, I see it here where I live, they give you a magnetic card. And you can enter the gym at any time you want. You just slide the card, punching the code that they give you, and they even track your progress. Th that is very convenient for a lot of people that have difficult um, uh, work schedule. And now, you know, we don't have that excuse, you know. You don't have to wait until the gym opens 
or you don't have to rush because oh they're gonna close and you won't finish your your exercise so now you can go on your time that means that the so-called excuse of i don't have time to go to the gym it's gonna be it's gonna be a thing of the past pretty soon uh because now gym clubs and exercise groups are everywhere and offer you even um virtual lessons if you cannot attend you know if you cannot go physically to a to a, a location they you can just put them on your tv or on your um, cell phone or on your tablet so you can go as early as you want with this new gym memberships or as late as possible and talk about not being able to escape right that pretty soon there's not going to be no excuses right or i think if you want it you can do it in addition now with the abundance of resources that that we can find on the internet it is practically impossible to come up with excuses. <laughs> I say this from my own experience. There are free channels on YouTube with videos that show you how to do exercises correctly. From yoga to Pilates on the world, and all these exercises can be done in the comfort of your home, sweet home. So, like I said, it's super hard to make excuses. If we want to be fit, now there is no excuse for us not to be fit. There are tons of resources everywhere. You open your eyes and a new exercise was created, right? But on the other hand, if your goal has nothing to do with getting a smoking hat and you want to learn something new, whether it's a profession, a trade, a new language, or acquire a new certification, then you might encounter certain, you know, certain hardships, certain obstacles, but no, it's not impossible. And you will have to put on your best effort toward if you really, really want to get your diploma or certificate in order to get your dream job or your dream, achieve your dream position, right? For those who, for whatever reason, didn't finish high school and want to get their GED, well, if you are listening, this is really your opportunity to get up and get ahead in life and get your GED. The school is free, but the effort is not. So in every, in, every, in every city, I would say in every county, this is, uh, we are in the state of California. And I know at least here, there is more than one school district with an adult education office in every city. And there, over there, they can always give you information on how you can enroll in classes to get enough knowledge and practice to pass your GED test and get your certificate. And, and these classes are absolutely free. You don't have to pay for these classes. Classes are free. Teachers are, you know, like paid by our tax dollars. So go ahead and take advantage of this. There are testing sites in almost every city in California. So if you don't live in California, maybe do some research at your local library or call a 1-800 number uh, for help. And they can always, they can always tell you where to go to get the, the lessons, the necessary lessons, so you can pass your GED test. And I wish you very, very good luck. Now, if your thing is to learn a new language, there are some paid applications that are very successful. I'm not going to talk about the applications because I learned new languages on my own. Um, and other, um, other applications are supposed to be free. They're promised to be free. But in the end, they're not because they just make you waste your time. So I recommend you to be very careful when choosing. Apart from the free or paid applications, there are other platforms such as YouTube, 
you know, some newly uh, emerging podcasts, TikTok, and other channels to learn different languages. From my own experience, I can tell you that the most effective way to learn a new language is to literally cancel your native language and read, listen, and watch everything in the language you want to learn. This method is called immersion. But there are also other tricks that help us learn a new language. For example, surrounding ourselves with people who speak the language that we want to learn, that pushes us, you know, it forces us to, to, to do that human interaction and the need for communication, work wonders together. So try it and tell us how you did it, okay? Um, let me tell you on my own experience. A few days ago, I attended a bilingual event and one of the presenter was of Danish origin. The guy gave a phenomenal speech about community partnerships and spoke in an impeccable Spanish. When he finished his participation, I was super curious and I approached him and I asked him, where did he learn to speak Spanish so efficiently? He, he used the, the very best words that I know in Spanish. And he told me that he lived in Mexico for three years and attended the Monterey Institute of Technology, where he met the Mexican woman who was sitting next to him, who is now his wife. <laughs> I was really shocked with his speech, but I was more impressed, you know, with his, his impeccable Spanish. So this prisoner killed two birds with the same rock. He learned Spanish, and he also found love in a beautiful señorita. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. There is no doubt that love always wins. And I love that. <laughs> for those of us who are a little more ambitious and always want to go for more, obtaining certifications of a particular skill in the beginning might seem a little difficult and even daunting, but we just have to know how to inform ourselves and ask for help. I mean, oh, what is the worst thing that could happen, right? They're going to tell us if the person cannot help you they're gonna tell you oh you have to go somewhere else and then we go somewhere else which most of the times you know when we go when we go knock on doors we never know we might open you know a, 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 the very best door for ourselves and at the end maybe it's not what we wanted to learn in the beginning but maybe the at the end we learn something different and we end up making the big bucks so let's not give up on our dreams And let's keep working towards our dreams. Most of the times, even financial help is available for those to qualify. As I said before, there are adult education offices in almost every county in California. And most libraries also have information on how to enroll for, uh, to obtain your GED, for trade schools, or your local college. It's just a matter of creating a plan and sticking to it. <laughs> well, my friends... I truly hope this little roadmap can help some of you looking to achieve something good next year. Once again, a million thanks for listening to these messages this year. I hope to count with your continuing support in 2024. And as usual, I remind you to continue sending your emails or now you can even send me text messages. You can send me text messages to 925-578-5660. Cell phone carrier messaging rates may apply. If you want to hear a story or talk about a particular topic, please send me a text message. Well, my dear friends, this was all for this year. And as always, I'm wishing you love, 
to give and receive, health to be able to enjoy it, and financial abundance to be able to reach all your dreams. Happy 2024. Goodbye.